ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. You know, the, the one of the biggest pluses with that, right? I mean, going from from New Mexico to AZ to now Colorado is, uh, man, you got OTC elk all around you. <laughs> That's a luxury in itself, yeah. man. So my my brother in law, um, he grew up in Trinidad, Colorado, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's he's got some pretty decent spots that we like to hit, and I, you know, he's got me out here for the last four years doing the over-the-counter elk um but this will be my first year as a resident that i'll get to take advantage of it so Heck i'm yeah. pretty pumped up about it man what a uh what a savings to the pocket too man for real <laughs> for real <laughs> man i got yeah to, i gotta make a move man I'm, i've been pushing on my wife for seems like forever now man three four years and uh she's just yeah dude i'm I'm over it man i've been over it yeah but i would have been too where are you guys trying to go you know honestly uh we were looking at oregon um because that was like i was that's where i was focused in on and then last year with all the covid madness and all the shenanigans man up in oregon and then seeing the stuff that they're still pulling man it's 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 almost like frying pan to the fire you know type move at this point so uh, that's that's kind of part of the delay at the moment is we really don't know where we want to land at this point man utah is starting right. to look better and better poor idaho is being overrun um by folks moving there and just you know so it's like jeez where do you where do you go at this point with all this crap going down you know yeah man yeah i guess you gotta wait it out a little bit see what happens right uh, how long do you wait it out though 
That's the, you know what I mean? That's the problem because it's like when when and if this crap levels off or, you know, ends, are those places ruined too, so to speak? You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. It's like, dang, man. It's just, it's almost like you can't win for losing. You just got to have to, you know, it's like a, a roll of the dice at this point. You know, take your chances. I, I, for me, at least it's not here right get closer to nature you know closer to elk be a a resident in a state where i can actually hunt elk you know here i'm max points and i I probably don't have a chance for you know another eight nine years man yeah that's how i was in arizona too man it's like i had i think i went into this recent draw with like what did i have i had nine i no i had 10 points going into the draw it didn't draw again and now I'm just like, do I want it? Now I'm at the point to when I put in next year. Now I'm an, uh, now I'm out of state, so I'm I'm a non-resident, and I'm paying that that hefty that hefty ticket behind it too. So did, uh, I hate to say like I, I've got ten points that are just going to go to waste. But I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do next year. Yeah, um, that's obviously I'm going to hunt. I'm going to hunt Colorado for sure um, going forward. But I don't know. I don't know what I'll do about those Arizona points. Those are some killer bulls out there too though heck yeah does arizona allow you to buy a a lifetime license yeah but i would have had to do it before you left before i yeah i screwed up i should have done it um but i i don't know i didn't (laughs) that's a hard one too you know especially when you're like i'm out of (laughs) here yeah and dude we really did like i think i got the word that they wanted us to move um like say September and by October we were gone. Oh, like, hey. it was just quick. It, it kind of worked out. Like a lot of things were going on. It's just like time to go. Like our days were up in, in Arizona. It's time to like family was just ready for a move. So it all worked out and you know, we're out here now and um, we're all having fun with it. I got the wife into bow hunting finally. Nice. So, yeah, dude, it's it's good. It's killer. Heck yeah, yeah, I saw that. She's been shooting and stuff with you. That's pretty. Yeah, cool, man. she uh, she doesn't come from a hunting family, um, and you know, her and I've been together about fourteen and a half years now, and I've always I've always been into it. Like, not as much, you know, when I was younger, it was just you know I hunted with my family and that was it. But as I got older and started getting on my own and started realizing like. I could figure this out a little better than my my grandfather, my uh, my stepdad had, mm-hmm. and I could actually lay some stuff on the ground. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, all right, let's go again." <laughs> and it, it just got it, you know it became real fun. And um, like when my wife and I first got together, like I, I think I had like a javelina and a deer on the wall, mm-hmm. and I was you know super proud of it. And now we're like I've got like thirteen deer in the house. <laughs> Heck yeah! I'm like yeah, I've got like deer all over the place and it's insane yeah it's getting it's getting crazy but she uh she just kind of she's a good sport man she went along with it and um <laughs> this past and once we moved here we were at one of the archery stores here in uh in springs and the guy i, I just threw it out there i'm like hey she's got this bow we want to start shooting we're not sure and he looked at it and he's like yeah you're not shooting that <laughs> he's like i'm gonna make you guys a smoking deal <laughs> Heck yeah. so yeah man so she got a, a she's shooting a psc drive that's and cool. she's having fun with it man she did her she did her first uh her first turkey hunt this past spring had a blast we chased birds all over the mountain um 
yeah, she didn't make it happen, but she had a lot of fun. So that's all that matters, right? I mean, you know, if you went out there your first time and shot anything right off the bat, it, it, it might not pull you back mm-hmm. in, you know? I mean, that, right, that's, right. that's definitely something about it. She, uh, yeah, I want to, oh, go ahead, man. No, I was going to say, I want to say that's the, that, that really is the case, too, though. Like, you get some people out there and, uh, bow hunting's hard, bro. Yeah. It's like, it is a challenge. You get some people out there that just get lucky on their first time. And they're like, uh, that's it. That, yeah. That's what you've been all amped up about. <laughs> like, damn. So, no, I'm, I'm glad she, uh, she stuck with it and she had a good time. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I really, in a, in a sense, I guess I am glad she didn't, she didn't kill a bird because now she's ready for, we're putting her in for the secondary draw over here for deer, elk, antelope. Nice. Plus, if she doesn't draw that elk tab, we'll just get her the over-the-counter one. I've got some good over-the-counter spots we can go hit, so it'll be fun. Yeah, she get a cow at least. That's that's good stuff, man. So she's right? not she's not adverse to big game then, because I know a lot. You know, a lot of women will say, "Well, I'll, you know, I'll shoot a I'll shoot a bird, but I I don't think I could do a deer and elk." <laughs> no, I think she's she's game. She's uh, you know, she's talking about yes, she's all in. Um, I got her to have Alina hunt about man about 10 years ago probably mm-hmm. uh just on a whim i'm like hey put in for it if you get drawn and get drawn and she ended up getting drawn so we went and bought her a 270 and got her all dialed in and we went out we, we didn't see anything but i mean she she seemed like she was gonna do it and now in talking to her she's i've mentioned a couple times about oh well you know we can we can get you a rifle with a counter tag here and she's like no nah, i'm shooting my bow heck yeah okay heck <laughs> let's yeah. get it let's get it yeah that'll just so, uh i don't there's something about that bow man that just it seems to just drive the passion part of it right i mean it's just it's it does you know the challenge of it and then you know we always say getting in close and all that blah 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 but man it's just something about it and it's more than just you know getting within that yardage of the animal because i've been there with the rifle and whatnot and it's just something about that you know i can't really say primitive at this point but that primitive yeah. weapon and it's just it's all encompassing man when you're behind that string next level it is oh it is for sure absolutely agree with you so we've been rolling yeah. man we've been talking for what 10 minutes here um you didn't know it but i hit the little red button so i'm on with uh Ephraim gonzalez uh pack them out apparel <laughs> um we we've already been hot brother <laughs> you gotta warn me on those things <laughs> no, well you know what sometimes it's better that i don't um that's, that's kind of the reasons you know like i said i was going to send you some bullets and i didn't i go ah i'm not going to send them we're just flowing. Yeah, you said <laughs> yeah you said you were cool with flowing so that's where we're going so why don't you drop them man with a little bit of intro and then uh you know we'll uh we'll get to the meat of this thing and just uh get rolling yeah man so uh my name is efren gonzalez um I was born out in Arizona, raised in New Mexico, uh, always out, always outdoors, man. Uh, my grandfather had me out there from the stories I hear, I was in diapers. Um, and I know a lot of guys probably say that, Oh, I've been, I've been in the mountains since, since I was a kid, but I, I really have. Um, and all that said, man, I, I didn't even kill my first, my first deer until I was like 21 years old. So I've been at it for a long time. Um, an avid outdoorsman, avid hunter. Uh, I raised my kids outdoors. My entire family's out there. Um, my wife and I, we own and operate a small clothing line 
pack them out apparel. Uh, like I said, it, it is small, but eventually one day, maybe that'll pay the bills. Not sure. We'll see where it goes. Right. Heck yeah. Um, so what started pack them out since you, you brought that up? Uh, uh, that role. Honestly, man, we were on a hunt. Uh, it was my, it was me, my two boys. So my oldest who's 18 now, my youngest who's eight and one of my daughters. And, uh, we were chasing this buck, a buddy of mine, and I, we chased this buck um, archery season in August, and we ended up nicknaming him Houdini. This, <laughs> this, damn, <laughs> this damn buck, man, we'd be on him and gone. And then we'd, in a sense, have him cornered and gone. It's like we'd see his does, but not him. And we just couldn't figure it out. Uh, so we tried again in December. Uh, it's over the counter in Arizona and couldn't pull it off. Gave us a slip again, but he stayed in these, in these like it's little rolling Hills in Southern Arizona. And he just, he wouldn't leave like this maybe half mile radius. He was always in there. And we came in, uh, my son, it was my three kids and I, we came in early in the morning. And first thing I told my son, I said, watch, we're going to roll up on this Hill. I'm gonna start glassing. I'm gonna pick up that buck again. This is, this is now like, I want to say it was like first week of January. And sure, sure enough, man, we pull up, start looking around. I look back at my son. I was like, come here, dude. <laughs> like, he's right here. So we picked him up and the rut was just so damn hot. I was able to walk. I walked like 40 yards. I walked down into uh, this little this little drainage, came up over a berm and he's standing there at like 40 yards and just staring at me and staring at her, staring at me and looking at this dough. And I'm like, oh, man, it really was that easy. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I ended up harvesting that buck. And as we're sitting there, like, I was just thinking in my head, like, God, man, I want, I want this to, to keep going with my kids and, you know, my kids' kids and this tradition to just continue. And it was, I was just thinking, like, it would be cool, man, if I could start something up that could pass from generation to generation to generation and maybe even, you know, bring other people, bring other kids and other families together. Um you know, in, in the, the heritage of hunting. And I started thinking like, Oh, what could I do? Maybe just some, some shirts for, for hunting trips or something like that. And it, it, it was just a small thought. And I, you know, I gave it to, uh, to my son and he's like, yeah, dad, that'd be cool. And it just seemed like every slogan or every, every name I could think of, I'd jump online, I'd look and then uh, someone had a, yeah, someone had a shirt out already or someone was had a full blown website. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm just too late in the game. And uh, we were sitting there one night. It was uh, me and the family. My sister was at the house. And um, we were all kind of talking about it and, like, brainstorming ideas. And I was like, what about pack them out? Like, anyone that's in that hunts the Western United States, like, you know what pack them out means. And my son's like, he's already – he's a techie, man. He was already on his phone. He's like, yeah, that website's not out there. I'm like, no? I said, what about Instagram? And he looked, and there was like – some rapper or something had like something similar and but not like pack them out apparel and he's like yeah that's available if we do pack them out apparel and then he's like yeah facebook's available too and i'm like oh hell yeah there so it I, is so i told yeah i'm like i'm like go on there uh on the arizona corporations commission see if there's a company like that already so he looked and he's like nope and my wife's like run it like do it whatever you got to do do it so we just started like i mean it's not like i'm not saying we dumped thousands and thousands into it you know we just got the business up and running and started doing things and we did like a batch of shirts and 
Uh, I started working with uh, the Arizona Mule Deer organization mm-hmm. and got in with them, did a little little 3D archery shoot, put a little stand up, and it did well, man. And I was like, damn, maybe maybe I got some. <laughs> so it's, it's been slow rolling. Um, we've been doing it since 2018, and it wasn't – it wasn't until we moved here, by the grace of God, man, that uh, I got picked up by a smaller, uh, that same archery shop we bought the bow in. And he's he's got my stuff in there now. Oh, nice, and, man. Uh, Congrats. It's kind of it's kind of a trip, though, walking into store, walking into a store and, like, seeing someone with our apparel on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, or we see that, or, like, on Instagram, we see someone post something and they're tagging us. I'm like, dude, that's that's a trip. <laughs> That's cool. But it, but it's, it's exactly what we wanted it to be. You know, we got, we got families out there hunting, bringing their kids into hunting, you know, putting the stuff on their kids. And it's like, that's exactly what I wanted. Like I wanted this to be a family affair. Yeah. That's cool, man. I know. Uh, it's funny. Cause you sent me those shirts. Right. And I, and I got them. I'm like, man, I, I dig that name. Right. I love the logo. And, uh, Man, I carried that shirt in my pack and I had, I don't know, I was being very selective last year and uh, I didn't yeah. have that great of a year, man. And uh, I was blaming you and, and the Velvet Antler technology guys. I'm like, you know what? I got a, a dang <laughs> Velvet Antler spray and this pack them out shirt and I ain't packing anything or spraying any Velvet. I was like, man, between AJ Darrell and, and Ephraim, man, they jinxed my damn season. And I just started laughing. <laughs> As I was as it's I was cleaning pressure. as I was cleaning my pack out into my Rubbermaid totes, man. Oh. <laughs> but it's pretty I funny. Not another guy. I, I had another guy that would do the same thing. That he was carrying a, carrying one of the shirts around, and he ended up killing a, a little coos buck. And through that, through the day, he did the exact same thing. He just kind of threw it on out in the field. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, really, you can't, you know, can you put on a pack them out shirt if you ain't packing nothing out? You know what I mean? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, packing your empty pack out. <laughs> yeah. Packing, pack, packing myself out. Pack me out. I flip, <laughs> I flip it around and pack me out. Yeah. No, yep. that's cool. I mean, uh, you know, just, you, you, you just take something from, you know, an idea you know, because you're passionate about something. And like you said, seeing it, you know, and, and seeing it in any shop, right. Is, is a plus man. That's cool. And then you yeah. guys got the whole, you know, your wife's involved, the whole family's involved in that, huh? Everybody is. Yeah. So like, uh, we're going to, we're going to the total archery challenge out in Glenwood Springs. Um, on the eighth, we leave of July mm-hmm. and we've got a booth that we're going to run out there. And it's literally, it's going to be, me, my wife, my kids, and my brother-in-law and his, his wife. So it's literally the family's going to be there selling the, selling the goods, and we're giving a bow away and just having some fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to get the name out there a little bit. It'll be fun. Just a, a good family outing. Heck yeah. What uh, <laughs> what, what, what bow are you giving away? Uh, we're giving away a PSC Expedite oh, NXT. Yeah. Yeah, brand new. Still in the box. That ain't a bad daggum giveaway, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Shoot. <laughs> no, it's not. We both, and I'll tell you the truth. We only got like, man, I want to say there's maybe, maybe 120, 130 entries right now. Yeah, I'm looking. So oh, it's not. So it's only. It's, it's not bad odds. Well, that no, it's not bad odds. And and you're what is it like ten dollars? 
it, yeah, it's ten. It's ten bucks. So for every ten bucks you spend, you get it. You get a raffle ticket. I mean, the shirt. The shirts are twenty bucks. You know what I mean? So you're out the gate. You're gonna get a shirt and two entries into it. Um, and then while we're out there, we'll you know. So if if you don't want the shirt or whatever, you can you can pay and shoot for it. We're gonna have a target set up. And then uh, what we'll do is we'll end up the last day of of the uh, total archery challenge. We'll pull like like 10 names stick them out on the target at like 70 yards and have my wife or somebody shoot at it and whichever one they hit somebody's winning a brand new bow that's actually i did excuse me i did a giveaway i don't know it was it was my first year so it might have been like my first six months i did a giveaway and i went to the range and shot from like 80 yards and and honestly that's it that's the best way man them random number generator things and all that crap yeah you never know bro yeah it's it's easy but it's like oh man Um, yeah yeah so you know that i i don't dig those things so yeah that's actually a really cool way to do it especially if the people are there and they bought something and you know you're shooting in front of them and they get handed that bow right then and there that's pretty awesome yeah that's what i'm hoping for i'm really hoping whoever wins it is actually there so that'd be cool to actually hand it over to them right then so So. you got uh you have two boys and two girls right I've got three girls. Three so I've got girls. A, oh man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and a lot of guns, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a uh, my my oldest is 18 years old. Uh, he's he's still out in Phoenix. Um, he's actually today moving in his very first apartment with nice. Kind of hurting, but that's good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and then we've got twin 12 year old girls, and then a 10 year old daughter and my my eight year old boy. So, and everybody hunts except for one of my daughters, one of the twins. She's, uh, she's, she'll go camping and she'll go hang out and she likes to fish and stuff, but she's just, she's not opposed to hunting, but she's, it's just not for her. Right. And it's not for everybody, you know, and I guess yeah. the plus there, right. That that's good that you, and I don't know anybody that would force it, but that you allow her to make that choice, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. She, uh, she does she does her own thing um so my wife my wife's a freelance makeup artist also and she's very uh, my daughter's very creative and you can tell she picked she picked up a lot of my wife's attributes so mm-hmm. she does good man it, if hunting's not for her then it's not for her it's it's not a big deal i've got four other kids <laughs> i was i was gonna say that's it's actually she's the one saving you money so for real yeah the kids the kids killed three cows last last october and I hadn't even anticipated that. We went out in northern Arizona, and I was like, ah, maybe they'll kill one, you know. And all three, like my oldest boy, he killed one. And then uh, my 10-year-old daughter, she she killed a, a yearling. And my uh, my 12-year-old daughter killed one, one of the twins. I'm like, I didn't even know what to do with three elk. <laughs> buy more, buy more freezer space. I did. I had to buy another freezer. I know you <laughs> and did. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then we went down. So that was October. And then in November, um, my two daughters, they had rifle tags for Southern Arizona for, for mule deer. We went, went down there and we, the whole first day we chased around a couple little bucks and went, went no luck, went out the next day. And my 12 year old was so, well, I don't know. I don't even remember who's seen the deer, but somebody somebody seen a buck up on a hill and we started trying to make a play on it. And my 10 year old daughter's like, it's, it was her turn on the rifle and she was excited and she was going to get it. And 
the angles were just too crazy. It was, we had a tripod and everything. It was just like too uphill. And then we'd get to a certain, a certain area on the, on the hill. And it was like too downhill and she's short. And it was like, it was just rough for her. And it finally got to a point where, um, the buck and the doe, they, they went all the way down the Canyon. They started, they crossed the bottom and started coming up on the other side. And I could see him. It was already like last night. And I told my daughter, I was like, no, you can't see him. And she's like, no, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She got down on herself. I'm sorry. And I was like, all right, well, let's go. And my other daughter's like, wait, 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 I'll shoot. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all right, well, if you think you can see him, she got behind the gun and I'm kind of walking her to where they're at. And the buck was a lot. Yeah, his uh, his coat his coat was a lot darker, and I said, "You see the dark one?" And she's like, "Yeah." I said, "That's the buck." And she's like, "I I told her Are you on him," and she's like, "Yeah." And I ranged him. And he was at two twelve. I was like, "You sure you see him?" She's like, "Yeah, the dark one." I was like, "Yep." And boom, that son of a bitch hit the dirt. <laughs> I was like, that's, "God bless." Yeah, that's a nice. <laughs> that's a nice a nice fork, man. Yeah, man. So she hit him at at two twelve, and me all amped up i like screamed and then my wife heard me down at the truck and uh she turned and she was like already crying she's like i hit him i hit him i'm like oh he's, he's done i look back over the canyon and he's standing back up and i'm like oh, shit. So i told her he's getting back up you need to hit him again uh and she got back on the tripod threw it back on him again and she said I, I go do you see him and she's like yeah i see him i see him before i could even tell her to shoot boom dropped him again i'm like jesus <laughs> i mean from what i looks like i mean i was proud brother i was yeah, proud well i'm looking at the picture right now that i mean it looks like that's some solid shooting right there yeah yeah dude 212 yards on the second one when she hit him he was he was already trying to go up the hill again so she was on him at 12 years old man that's that's a feat to me yeah. And then it, I mean, yeah, that uh, there's with anybody you're hunting with, right. When, when somebody lays an animal down, but when it's your kid and, and you oh, see different. that, man, it's, it's like, you know what I mean? You, you're like wanting to yeah. pound your chest. I am father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super proud dad moment. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then look, looking at these, uh, looking at these elk, man, that's a, uh, that's a lot of meat, bro. You guys, you guys are still eating that, huh? We are. We are. I've still got, uh, I don't know. I've probably got another 300 pounds to go before season. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. But You're not going to do I'm it. Gonna... We got, we have 60, <laughs> 62 days, dude. 62 days today. Uh, why do you, you got to do all that? <laughs> but, because you know what? I have a timer set. And I, I looked at it today and I was like, holy crap two days over two months two and two right i mean they yeah. are right freaking there man i i i it increased it increased my level of excitement a hundredfold when i saw that i mean two months is no time right like if no, you ain't bro. dialed if you ain't dialed in the next two weeks you're in trouble in my opinion oh for sure it's time to start packing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be packed and ready to go. I just you know, I'll have to hold off on loading, but I'll be packed and ready to go by the middle of the month, man. <laughs> you would put that shirt back in the pack too. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. God dang pack them out. <laughs> pack them out, jinx, man. <laughs> I uh, uh Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, hoping, dude. I, I'm hoping that this year is uh I went crazy on tags this year. I just said, you know what? Yeah, I said screw it, I'm going. Um, I still, I'm still out on a couple cause I'm waiting for Wyo's leftover because wild, I don't know Wyoming, man. It just likes to lock me out. Um, yeah. 
I know guys that drew, because I put in for the special tag, I know guys that drew on the non-resident special tag with with le- like half the points I have, right? And got in and somehow uh, I'm like, man, how the heck didn't I get in on this? With You know what I mean? Like if it was a, a, somebody within a point, but luckily right. the unit, the unit that I put in for, it had some leftover tags. So I'm assuming um, that it was from the resident pool of tags. So I put in for the LO there um, yep. and hopefully I'll draw, but I drew a, a Colorado bull only tag. So I'll be definitely... Definitely what in unit? Colorado. Uh, 71? So 71. Like yeah, outside I'm, I'm of the learn- I'm still learning them. Yeah, it's outside. So it's southwest, um, down just north, northwest of Durango. Gotcha. Okay. So All I'm right. not, haven't hunted that area of the state yet. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, we'll have to get you out one of these years for uh, one of the over the counter hunts, man. Yeah, let's go. I mean, that's where I've been the last the last two or three years. I've been uh, hunting OTC there in Colorado. Yeah, and, I got some good bulls, man. If you if you just wait them out, yeah, some, we, we've been in a good counter. we've been in a great elk. You know, every year I I have this silly standard that I have for myself. So you know, I've passed on a couple of rags, but um, and then you know had a blown two blown opportunities in two years for you know you know how it is, man. Elk just it's we we had a bull. Was it last year? We had a bull. Yeah, it was last year. We're hunting what I call the cliff. And uh, the wind is just, dude, the wind is perfect, right? It's always blowing over the cliff. And yeah. uh, so we just work the edge of the cliff. And then it's probably, you could probably work this area. It's about two and a half, three miles of, of cliff that you could work. And it's just, it's just great, man. So, uh, you know, work, work in this area and uh, we drop down in the, in the little wash and we come back up and I toot a couple of uh, a cow calls and we could just hear him man he's just rushing through the aspens rushing through and i'm like oh man i look and he's i mean literally right in front of us and you can see the new growth aspen there and they're just spreading you can see the tops of them just laying down as he's i mean he's booking i knock (laughs) one man and we get in front of this bush and my buddy's right there and he's like man he's trembling i range and i'm like dude as soon as he steps out man he's taking it right it was like 32 yards perfect frontal shot dude two foot I kid you not, two foot before this bull breaks through that aspen, the wind, I feel the wind hit me on the back of the neck. <laughs> Done. And dude, he, all you saw, you, you could see him, the flash as he turned and he, yep. and it was just gone, right? It was, it was the aspens opening the other way. And <laughs> all, all we could do was laugh. Cause it was like, how, we've hunted in that area. And we've been in that spot multiple times over the couple of years. And the wind has never, ever, ever came up and over that cliff at any point during the day. And that freaking one time when that bull's rolling. And then I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? We're laughing. And as, as soon, as soon as I must have said, son of a bitch or something, where do you think the wind was blowing? It was right back in our face. And I'm like, man, these sons of bitches just have, you know what I mean? Like everything is on their side. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't yeah. even make sense that, that it's on their side. Like that. it's crazy, yeah. man. No, I'm hoping for something, anything, anything of the sort. Um, I've killed a lot of deer, bro, but I've never killed a bull. I've killed cow elk and I'm, I'm 38 years old now and I've, I still have yet to lay a bull down. So 
yeah hopefully I've, this year i've i've killed him but i you know the one i killed he didn't come home with me unfortunately Damn. Um, But yeah, Colorado has, man, you know, it has great opportunity, man, over the counter, you know, or otherwise. We'll see how this, I'm a little bit, I don't know, man, you know, you you know an area, right? Like the area I've been hunting is the same area I've been hunting. And I'm a little bit reluctant to go to a new area um, just because I know the the lay of the land. You know what I mean? Like it hasn't been, hasn't been that favorable for me in terms of, you know, animal death, (laughs) (laughs) but, but we've had some great interactions. The numbers in the area are good, right? The, 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 what I consider like my quality bull leveling up is a little bit thin, but it is an over the counter unit. Um, but you know, the, not last year, the year before, uh, we had an amazing six, man, amazing six that should have died and didn't, um, on a bad range. And, uh, really? oh, yeah. that's, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, you, you have no idea, <laughs> especially when it's your son that ranged him, you know, it was like, Oh no, don't, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, it was funny. You know, it's funny. It's always yeah. funny in hindsight, you know? Yeah, when it's done and over with at the time, it's not, though. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ranging, right? So it was he was a first he had first shot on bull, right? That was that was my deal. Like, get him get him a bull. Well, you know, this bull's coming in. He's coming in hot. Right. And they're and they're crossing in front of us just to happen, you know, just a chance encounter. So I'm like, you know, let's go. Let's go get knocked, get knocked. And he's like watching. And I look and I'm like, he ain't doing nothing. I, I was like, range him. And as he's ranging, I'm knocking an arrow because he's just, you know, he's not moving. And I'm yeah. like, I can't let this bull pass. Right. And I hear him spitting out numbers. And then he he calls a range. And I, OK, so I, I sent it. And then I hear a pop. And you hear and it was that hollow wood sound. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell just happened? You know, I, I looked at him and I'm like, what just happened? You know, what was the range? Cause dude, I went clear over his back and, and yeah. he, he looks at me, he goes, I don't know, dad. He goes, he goes, the range finder was all over the place. It told me 30, 60, 40, 120. Oh, he was shaking. He was shaking. He was all over, bro. I was like, no, <laughs> man, that bull darted so fast, dude. And, and it was funny because we had a calf, like I'm going to say 11 feet from us. If that. And we are behind a bush. So this is happening with this calf, like staring at us, like what the hell's going on behind this bush? But uh, yeah, man. So it's your boy. uh, He's 19 now. He's 19. All right. Yeah. That was his last junior tag year. So, and you know, it's like, oh, bro, you're paying, (laughs) paying paying for yourself now. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I told my oldest boy too. I said, when you're after you're 18, if you want to keep doing this, you have to start paying for yourself. Yes, well, and, uh, it's like I'll buy the gear, right? I mean, he has, you know, he has his his gear, um, but it, you know, on the tag, you know, it's like, man, I got I got the big part of the investment done for you. So now, you know, but he's yeah, he's going to school, so it's going to be a little rough to see to see him pull off any time in the woods with uh with school going man right yeah it's funny you know you say uh you, you took care of all the gear and whatnot it's expensive to hunt and it's super pricey yeah uh, i remember growing up i wanted to hunt all the time and my stepdad he had us you know get us out doing deer hunting and whatnot and then he was he was from uh wisconsin and a big duck hunter duck mm-hmm. and goose 
And we were at the time we were living in, in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Uh, there's some, the Rio Grande runs right, right down through there. And there's, there's some really good waterfowl hunting. So he got me involved in that. And, uh, it was, he used to tell me, I I wanted a new shotgun and then I wanted these cool decoys and I wanted this way, these waiters and those waiters. And he used to tell me all the time, man, you got champagne tasting water for money, boy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Yep. He's like, wait, do you see until you start paying for this stuff on your own? Yep. Like, and I never understood it until like, you know, I was, I was 19, 20 years old and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want this new shotgun. I want this new rifle. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't if I can afford that. <laughs> yeah, it all doesn't come easy. But there, you know, that's something like sometimes I, you know, when I say stuff like that, I, I kind of feel bad. Like I'd love to have my boy out there, but yeah, you know, school's one thing, right? But there's, but there's absolute value in them investing in, you know, the hunt themselves. I, I think there's a lot yes. that comes out of it, right? I mean, if we just float everything for them, there's there's less appreciation for it, right? And then oh, the I way agree. that you know, the way that a full price tag is, I mean, you're talking, you know, seven hundred to a thousand dollars for out of state. You know, yep. you got some you got some it. vested <laughs> interest in that because it's your pocket. You know, you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna half butt it. You're gonna go all in, right? Especially yep. with uh with limited uh limited finances as an 18, 19 year old, you know, it's like, well, I'll help you, but you know, let, let's get after this. Yeah, you gotta put forth all the effort if I if I get you in there. Yeah. And I, and I don't yeah. have to worry about it. If he pays for it, his effort is his effort. No skin off my back. Yep. <laughs> you know? Man, my son left me, he left me hanging about uh, two years ago. I put him in out of state mule deer, um, third season rifle in Colorado. And he drew the tag and we had access to, to private land. We knew there were some big bucks on there. My brother-in-law, that, uh, that August, September, he had hit a, a 200 inch buck and ended up, ended up losing it. Um, but there were multiple big bucks in this Canyon and we drew, we drew this tag, man. And I told my son, this is a, a it's a slam dunk. These bucks are in there. It's a no brainer. We're going to drive up. We got access from the, from the landowner. We're straight. No one else will be in there. And like the day and a half before we're supposed to leave, he tells me, oh, dad, I didn't get the time off work. He was uh, busting tables. He's busting tables, right? And I'm like, and? <laughs> <laughs> Better quit. And he's, like, he's like, well, I can't go. I'm like, the hell you can't go? What are you talking about? And he's like, I can't go. I didn't get the time off. I'm like, oh, we're going. I already paid. I paid all this money for the tag. Like, we're going. He's <laughs> like, no, nah, I, I don't call that a work. I, Work is my first responsibility. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> your responsibilities are all messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay me back so, is your second sucker. <laughs> man, yeah, we, and, and he did. He he told me, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go. I my boss won't let me go, so I'm not going. I'm like, oh, this kid. His work ethic is, hey, as you can tell pretty damn good yeah you can't uh you can't <laughs> can't wrong him for that but yes yeah, i mean it's a it's a bullet man you know these tags yeah, it was rough, bro. tags aren't cheap i know you know most folks i shoot myself you know i budget i budget for hunting right i mean that is you know that is what i plan for all year you know my my change gets saved and however i gotta do it you know to yeah. put uh to put towards my adventures, man, and gear when I uh, when I decide to buy it. 
I need to take a page from the book, bro. I can stop just springing things on my wife. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, it's been, it's actually been easier for me, right? Because she doesn't feel it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I'll take my little, take my little stuff, man. And, you know, the little bit of stuff yeah. that comes from the podcast goes into it. And, you know, that's, it's really, right. you know, helped me kind of pay for it without, uh, and that's been, that was a thing too, right? With, uh, with my earlier years, you know, with my family being young, it was harder. Right. And I, and I would feel guilty about, you know, buying, buying a, a, a in-state tag, right. A 30, $40 tag. We didn't, you know, we right. didn't always have, you know, the money that we have. So I, you know, I learned a long time ago, man, I got to budget this. So I don't, I don't feel guilty about, you know, leaving for four or five days, you know, yep. missing work and stuff like that. I mean, I guess, you know, if it's important to you, you're going to find a means to, yeah. to do yeah, it. For you sure. know? <clears throat> it's funny. Uh, uh, when we were in Arizona, uh, was it like three years ago or something like that? I, I would do like little side jobs, little electrical jobs and stuff on the side, you know, and I would, if I got paid in cash, I would just, I had this little, <laughs> I had this little Mason jar. Yeah, buddy. I would, bro, I would, I would stuff this jar. At one point, I, I don't know, I must have had like 18, 1900 bucks in this thing, right? And my, my wife called me one day. She said, Hey, why do you have a jar full of money in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> that's from my, I was like, that's from uh, my side piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Damn, I'm busted. So that's my honey money. And she's like, You don't have honey money. You did all money's our money. I'm like, Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many uh, freelance makeup jobs did she report that year? You know what I'm saying? She didn't tell me about none of it. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of that, dude, she uh, she surprised me the other day. Uh, she's she's getting into it up here, getting some clientele, and she went out with with that money that I didn't. You know, I don't really know how much she brings in when she goes and does those jobs, but. She went and bought me for Father's Day. She bought me a Browning X Bolt, the Hell's Canyon Long Range. Oh, nice, man! Right, yeah. She's like for Father's Day, kind of sprung it on me. We went to my brother-in-law's house, and uh, he opened his garage. I went over there to get something. We're gonna go camping, and he's like, he. Yeah, I didn't even realize he picked up the box and he turns around. He's like, "Hey, hold this real quick." And I reached. I'm like, "What the? <laughs> what is that?" <laughs> And my wife's like, happy Father's Day. I'm like, oh, shoot. Heck yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, so she got in a 6.5 PRC. <clears throat> so I'm a little excited. I seen you were out there shooting long range, and I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to try it out, man. Oh, I haven't even shot it yet. It's, uh, it's something else, dude. It, it, it's, it's super fun, right? I, the one thing about the course, you don't realize how much you don't know about what you think you know <laughs> until someone tells you you don't know it and you realize you're like oh wow you're right oh uh, really don't know it yeah. yeah it was uh it's a trip man but it is it, it's so cool it's so cool to get that you know to to gain knowledge in anything right i mean you, you know you you're you might as well be dead if you're not trying to learn and grow and uh to be able to apply it right away um, and, and with confidence. And that was the big thing for me, you know, was that comfort level. Okay. How will I translate four days in an LR class to the field? You know what I mean? And, and really, I'm going to say that that translation for me at the end of the weekend was, you know, another 350, 400 yards to what I would consider my effective kill range. Um, yeah. 
so it, it's impressive man it's super fun and it's it's, it's really seen- it's really a lot easier it's a lot easier than everything i've ever read makes it you know what i mean like you you go in and yeah, you read the stuff and it, it's just i'm not sure why it's written the way it's written <laughs> you know I, and i've read book after book and it's just like man what you know you read one thing and it's like you read another book or read something else and it's like oh wait a minute this ain't working for me so it was uh <laughs> it was cool man you, I, you'll enjoy the heck out of it and when you when you get you know behind a good you know lr caliber um it's something else, dude. It is something else. Yeah, yeah man. It seems real complicated. It um, isn't. Like the same way you were you were saying, like you read different books and do all these articles and these websites and these, you know, these YouTube videos. And I'm just like, damn. But I'm the kind of guy, too, where I learn better. If I go like if we were to go hit the range and you show me like this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do. And, I, it's, and to me, that's easier. I just need to get out there with somebody that's that's doing it already, see what's going on, and I'll be like, oh, that's it. That, yeah, I got that. that. I figured that out. That's exactly LR. I mean, honestly, it, it, that's exactly what. Because I couldn't believe it, dude. We were shooting, we were shooting a thousand yards our first day. On day one. On day one. Man, you know, yeah, and, and by the end of day two, you are laying down on you know, seven, 800 yards mm-hmm. and just totally confident. Like, okay. Like it, it really, it really made, you know, a thousand yards, like a hundred yards. Right. I mean, yeah, there's environmental factors, blah, blah, blah. But it, yeah. it really, you, you, when you're looking through the scope after you gain that, that little bit of knowledge and realize that it doesn't have to be this big mess of information, a um, hundred yards and a thousand yards, it, it was the same absolutely the same target man yeah i'm excited i'm excited to try it out i've got a i've got a barbary sheep hunt coming up in october and i'm hoping i'm dialed in. i'm hoping i'm dialed in by then we'll see what happens oh dude yeah you find somebody that knows are you shooting moa or mill or you get it scope yet or moa MOA. yeah I, I, yeah i bought a vortex um viper send it back get mill <laughs> yeah oh dude you know i've shot moa for years and years and years and uh burris sent me a couple scopes and i put that uh that mill on and yeah man i i i guess you can go you know one person's gonna say one thing i in terms of using both of them and maybe i didn't use the moa to its full potential right all the years that i've used it oh uh, mill okay. has me one man I mean, even when you start talking like wind values and stuff and, and dealing in mill, um, does it make it that much easier? It, it's to me, it seemed like it was just, it was an easier. And, and in the course we learned both MOA and mill, I'll, I'll stick with my mill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That mill That's radiant is know. just, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I, I like it a lot more, um, way more way more but like i said we learned both i could do both i mean shoot diego was with me and diego was was calling you know wind holds on both mill and moa in three days i mean and not just calling them i mean he was putting his partner on target and then corrections if needed 
Really? Yeah, that's you know it it, it yeah, is. Yeah, that course that course seems pretty badass, man. I that's something I'd be interested in doing. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have another one next year, so I'll let you know on that. But it was uh, yeah, for sure, bro. I'm it's in. a good time. Yeah. It was uh, it was amazing, man. And you know, Ron and his staff at DR just yeah, they 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 are the truth. You know, I mean they're <laughs> they're there. I don't even understand it, man. Like he doesn't really like promote, but they're there for all the right reasons. Um, the way that they, that they streamline the course and present the information is just, it's just perfect. I mean, you know, and I've done a couple shooting courses over the years, but that one was the best bar none, the best that I've ever been to. I mean, it was just it was phenomenal. They, they got it dialed in pretty good. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Let me know next year, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm de- I'm definitely in for that. That's something I'd I'd put some time and effort into for sure. Yeah, and it's it, man, it's a great trip, dude. See, so you, you know, we flew into Arkansas, we drove up to Missouri, then we're crossing over to Oklahoma every day for the class. <laughs> so you're like three oh, state yeah. banging, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah, I'm, I, used to, I'm used to traveling anyway, bro. I, I travel like 80% of the year for work. So yeah. I was, uh, I was hitting them up. I'm like, man, if you did a week course, dude, if you could do this for a week, like you would go through, I mean, they, how do I say it? I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm blowing it up, right? Like I'm hyping it. It was that mm-hmm. good. But if you spent a week out there, you would essentially go from like LRPR one, in all the way through to like, like LRPR three, you know, I mean, it was just, it was just amazing how they turned it around and, and just everybody. And there was what, 12, 14, 12 or 14 of us. Yeah. There was a group of you guys. For yeah. Sure. 12 or 14 of us in the course. And I mean, you had, you had Diego. Yeah. He, you know, Diego's experienced in the field. The kid could shoot anyway. Um, yeah. But you had, you know, Diego's, you know, 11, 12 years old. And we have this kid, Kale. Kale was 16 or 17. He shot one time 200 yards before the course. And he's tapping mm-hmm. steel at, you know, 1,006 yards and, and calling wow. and, and being a spotter for his dad and, and calling like almost dead on perfect calls every single time once he got the information. You know, to to folks that were seasoned, his dad, you know, uh, was was a lifetime hunter. You got Trevor Budd, um, you know, another lifetime guy, phenomenal behind the the rifle. And I mean, it just you just watched everybody just soak it in and just boom, 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 boom. Shoot. Look at Tate. Tate Hill. Right. Tate. Tate has shot slug guns. Right. Shot a rifle a couple times when he came out to Utah a couple years ago and he shot out to twelve sixty, dude. Wow. Yeah, it was it was a trip, man, to watch that's with com- right there. <laughs> with confidence. Yeah, yeah, it is. With confidence, yeah. that's the cool thing. So, matter of fact, shameless plug because we just did, I just dropped that episode. So check that episode I did out. I have it's a two part. So the first one, the one that dropped today, it's it's everybody that was in the class talking about the course, right? Um, okay. And then I'll drop part two maybe later this week where I'm I sit down with the entire staff from the course and we and we kind of go through it because there i mean lr is an interesting thing it is you know what i mean not not just because yeah. of what it is but there's there's so many arguments with the ethics and the responsibilities of it and um 
I mean, you start talking about rounds and, and rifles. There's just, it, it's just so multifaceted and you can just go down so many rabbit holes. Um, but it really almost is a, like, like pick your own evil type thing when it comes to it, man. It, it's just, it's nuts. I'm just scared yeah, I'm of it because I'm already of the money. hearing people. I'm already hearing people talk about the. Uh, oh, well, why do you want to shoot that far anyway? And yeah, yeah. Well, because, you know, is it, the ethics come into play? Like, oh, are you, are you even going to kill it if you hit it at a thousand yards? And the, I don't, I don't want to learn how to shoot that far, so that I can go out and kill at that far. But I mean, if if everything is perfect, then why not? Right. You know what I mean, but, I I think when you get the knowledge base, and you understand LR. I don't, I don't think that it gives you a idea, you know, of having this, you know, kind of, I could shoot anything out at any distance. It, to me, it almost increases what you see at, in terms of the ethics and responsibility to right. take a shot. Right. Cause now you're looking at all the, you know, the environmental factors that are going to play on whatever, you know, whatever yep. round, um, you're shooting. So I think that yeah. there's this sense of increased responsibility with that gained knowledge. So, you know, and, and there was probably a period where I was like, you know, I wouldn't shoot an animal past 700 yards. Well, you know what it was is that I didn't understand it and I couldn't shoot an animal at 700. So damn right. I can't right. go past 700. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, right. That, that increased knowledge, um, I think it ups the ante in terms of responsibility and 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 making ethical calls, um, especially yeah. if you if you've gone through a course and it's you know it's being, I don't want to say drilled into you, but drilled into you. It's it's uh, it's actually uh, it's a trip. You know, I mean, you shoot out at twelve hundred and sixty yards, and you really get to see the capability of your gun, and and when you're right. going out to almost thirteen hundred, right, and you have you know, you've shot for three days targets between a hundred yards and 1300 yards. You really learn what not only are your limitations, but the limitations of your weapon. And you, and oh, you can sure. see where those errors come into play, you know, even under the yeah. same condition. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, determining what that ethical kill range is with that newly acquired skill. It, it's neat, bro. You're going to enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, my 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 main question for, for you on it is, uh, where the hell are you getting so many rounds, though? <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I, man, I can't find ammo anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of a that was a mother. Um, man, I was searching and searching and searching, couldn't find <laughs> nothing. Right, you're talking six, seven months ahead of time, and nothing. Couldn't it just couldn't find anything. Right, I'm driving, literally driving to two or three shops three, four times a week that are, you know, local and just can't find nothing. Just hoping that they get something in. Yeah. Cause I was, I wanted to just shoot factory rounds, man. Um, no luck. So I go, all right, it's, it's time to start, you know, it's start working up a load. And, uh, yeah. dude, I, I went and it took me forever just to find bullets. When I found bullets, it was like, I walked in, there was, you know, 15 boxes, 20 boxes. I was like, just give them all to me. Um, <laughs> I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, I mean, you realize like, I got to buy them all, you know, I don't, who knows how long this crap's going to last. And, and yep. worst case scenario is I got rounds for six years. Um, yeah. So that, that idea that's was a good problem to have though. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna have to press 200 and then I'll have a bunch left over. Well then 
I'm looking for powder. I can't find powder, dude. And I'm like, so Man. it's the same. Even if you're reloading, it's the same deal. Oh, dude, hard the, to find components. You can't find you can't find powder. Primers primers were going on Gunbroker. I ain't kidding you either. A hundred primers people were selling for three and four hundred dollars. Uh, wow. It, I mean, just we're just gouging each other. I mean, it was like, are you kidding me? Uh, a pound. Yeah, that's ridiculous. A pound of IMR powder. People were asking three hundred eighty dollars, four hundred dollars. Uh, you'd, wow. you'd see it. I think there was a few people that weren't gouging. They were adding some money on, right? And it, you, you know, you might find a couple here and there for eighty, ninety bucks. Uh, but good luck, um, you yeah. know, bidding on that and winning the bid at that low. So it, it really came <laughs> down to, you know. The I mean, really the wire like, dude, we were less than a month out and I'm like, I'm going to just have to get on here and just find someone to buy it now from and and spend, you know, 700 bucks to a grand to get the money Damn. or to get the rounds. And yeah. uh, mind you, I already had all the bullets I had bought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I had to. You're I'm, still pressing. What caliber are you running? Seven mil. Seven mil rim. Seven mag. mil. Yeah. Uh, Same, I got a buddy. Uh ex-military and he swears by it man he i bought he bought the uh the same the same rifle that browning x-bolt uh-huh and i told him you gonna what are you gonna do because we were talking about the 6.5 prc and he's like i'm a seven mag all day yeah, long yeah buddy he said that is uh, he, he said i don't care what people say that is the best round to run and i'm like okay <laughs> that you know that is that is a hot topic it, it's very debatable but uh yeah. The, the the more folks I ask about LR rounds, right? Seven mil is always in the top two. Six five is always PRC or six five Creedmoor is always behind those top two. Um, it's always right there. Yep. Yeah, you know. So and, and really, a thousand yards with a six five at you know a hundred and sixty grain or a seven mil at a hundred and you know sixty eight grain, whatever it is. I mean. Are you really seeing that much difference? It, you know, are you shooting a, are you shooting a hair off a gnat's ass? I mean, you know, it, it's right. I don't know. Shoot what you're gonna shoot. Lay the animal down ethically, and uh, I don't have a problem with it. You do you. Call it a day, <laughs> hey, that's and then it. pack it out. <laughs> <laughs> so jumping back real quick, man. So based on the cost of that rifle, um, wifey's wifey's doing okay. So find her mason jar, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start looking for. Find her freaking mason jar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And state I, claim. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I told her too. I'm like, how the how the hell did you get this? And I didn't see it come out of the account. She's like, that's my makeup money. I'm like, ah, that was. <laughs> Damn. Wait a minute. You don't Dumb. have makeup money. <laughs> like, you, right? There is no such thing as makeup money. There's no makeup money. That was your, that was, she found your mason jar, bro. She hooked you up with your uh, mason she's jar. She's got one. She's got, she's got a jar stashed somewhere. I'm, I'm going to find that. That's funny, man. Felicia, yeah, I dude. did not start anything. <laughs> That's too funny. That's awesome, though, man. That's a, she could be hitting you up. Watch. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll deny it. Oh, yeah, for real. That's I shoot the same. So I have the uh, I have the Browning X Bolt um, that LR. I I think it was like a shot show version or something that they did that carbon fiber. Uh, Oh, okay. And I really like that rifle, man. It's a little on the heavier side, but it's been a great rifle. 
Yeah, I can't wait. I, I haven't even shot it yet. Um, we're so fo- we've been so focused on tack. Uh, I went. I man, I threw new strings on my bow, and then uh, went back in, got it tuned up a little bit, and it was it's shooting a little faster than it was before, and just enough extra speed that it threw off my sight a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn. So I've been I've been like running the gun and trying to do work and trying to get ready for tack and getting these, uh, we just got a picked up a big order from, uh, from the print shop. And it's like, I got so much stuff to do. Oh, dude, you're not, Finally you might as well to... leave your bow at home. You're not shooting a 3d shoot. If you have a booth, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm, I'm hitting the, I'm going to hit the mountain with my wife one day. <laughs> it's, it's for hard sure. me. So when we went, we were at math, uh, we did that math purgatory. That was uh two or three weeks ago now. And yeah. uh, we're, you know, you're in the booth, right? You're working, you're trying to spread the word. Um, yep. <laughs> so Diego was on me. He's like, guy, let's go shoot. Let's go shoot. Let's go shoot. And we had been shooting the, uh, just the, uh, the practice range, which was right behind our booths. Right. And uh, I was like, man, forget about it. Let's go. And dude, we, uh, <laughs> I looked at the time and we weren't even like, I think we were maybe two thirds through the course. And I'm like, oh my God, we've been gone almos five hours. <laughs> Bro, it takes a minute, right? Yeah. So we had, we, uh, we went, we went last year and we shot the first, well, we only shot one course a day and it took us like damn near seven hours to get down the mountain shooting yeah. the course. I mean, we, we were, we were, I think we were with like four or five other shooters and dude, it took, it took like, I want to say it was like six hours, seven hours before we got back down to the bottom. I'm like, bro, that was, that was like a hard day's hunting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I went last, so, last week and I, I, went to utah to shoot uh that math event at uh in beaver and uh i didn't i wasn't planning to booth up right i was just i wanted to go and just you know spend some time on the mountain and shoot so i just did a little turnaround drive and i went and shot their uh cryptic course and the course is like 4.6 or 4.8 miles of just ass kicking dude i mean you are <laughs> you are work by 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 20 and i had i had a, a little bout of uh altitude sickness yeah it, it kicked my butt because we were up at ten thousand four, and uh man I and mean, it was just like woo. i mean that course was it broke me off like uh, <laughs> there ain't no joke yeah, that's how it was last year bro yeah it uh, broke me we off. we got back to the hotel last year and I was kind of like, yeah, I'm a little burned out. We woke up in the morning to go shoot again. We were running the second day. We did a Saturday and Sunday last year. And we got up and I looked at my brother and I'm like, dude, are you sore? And he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah. I'm hurt, bro. <laughs> it's it's so, fun, though. Those day. shoots, man. The shoots are just amazing, dude. There's, you know, just just so oh, many, so much fun oh dude so many like-minded people and you just get to you know what i mean no yep if yep. you're in the right spot there's no egos and none of that crap around you just out flinging arrows and you know destroy yep. <laughs> destroying carbon and just having a good time <laughs> oh dude i had so i took out last year i took i think i took uh i don't know only like 18 arrows right and day one i was i had already lost or destroyed a little over half <laughs> and I got to, I got to the point where like, uh, I'm shooting uh, some victories, and I got to the point where I was like, I'd break one, and I just, nah, I'm good. I'm not gonna try. They'd be like, shoot again. I'm like, nah, I'm straight. I don't want to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, no. So this year, um, the wife and I are both at two dozen right now. So we're going to go down there and have some fun. Yeah, you're just going to be flinging. I think, I think we'll shoot like, we'll probably take the lift up, shoot, maybe shoot one, shoot one target and then, um, you know, pass, pass the group up, go shoot another one kind of work our way down a little quicker because you know with the boots and whatnot it's gonna yeah. be rough but yeah it makes it a little tip difficult but you can still have yeah. a good time in the booth man that's you know that's where all the handshaking and stuff happens it's uh yes. that's pretty fun yep. yeah i can't wait we met some we met some really cool guys last year man it's really uh, talented sh- shooters very talented shooters man there's some folks so. that could send it man yeah for yeah. real <laughs> for real they make it fun though. Yeah. They make it fun because I get a little competitive when we get out there, and it's like, oh man, I'm, I already know I'm not going to beat this kid. <laughs> it's nice though, right? Because you you know if you have that that competitive spirit, and you're putting a little extra pressure on yourself. Um, yeah. I mean, that's as close as you're going to get to, uh, you know, that that hunting season feel right yep. now. You know, so it's to me that's man, it's awesome to see guys out there and you know on edge a little bit and blow up a few arrows and it's like man i got a i got a weekend to go and i got you know three four <laughs> arrows left i i think we at one point dude we were my brother-in-law and i we were picking up halfway decent arrows and we're like oh i, I could i could send this one <laughs> <laughs> let me put my good one back i'll, I'll t- you know I'll, I'll take a mediocre shot on this next one that's cool <laughs> yeah there's a man i, I don't even know that cryptic course there, dude, I, I want to say that there was probably, man, there's probably 10, 10 plus targets over a hundred yards. And, Those are fun, bro. Oh man, they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, Those I t- are fun. <laughs> I took my elk bow and I just start, you know, I just set it up. So I'm having to hold over. It's only, you know, it's only dialed to 80 yards. So I'm yeah. having to hold over cause I'm shooting a heavy ass arrow. And uh, I, it was the first time that I've that I've shot past eighty with that bow. So the first, what was that first target? I think it was a damn ostrich. And you're and you're <laughs> off camber downhill, one hundred and nine yards. So I'm having uh, to figure out what my holdover is <laughs> on one of the first yeah. targets. And I only take up. I think I had. I think I had a full quiver and plus two. So I had seven arrows. That's uh, it. Yeah. I. Yeah, I'm not if if I can't get through it with with a full quiver, bro, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, arrow dude, they're not they're, they're what are we spending? We're spending twenty to twenty five dollars an arrow, right? I mean, yeah. you know what I mean, like built. Yeah, I'm at a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks for six is what I paid. At are the they, shop the other is day. that fletched and everything? That was fletched out the door. Okay, but I, I might have got hooked up a little bit because uh, me me and the shop owner were getting on a little different level, right. so. Um, but yeah, I think we paid cause I pay, I walked out, I bought two dozen arrows and I walked out paying a little over 400 bucks. So it wasn't too bad. Right. I mean, but you know, back to it, arrows, arrows are expensive, right? So, you, you know, I, and I said the one target, I'm like, man, okay, I got to figure out what this bow is doing at, you know, over a hundred yards. <laughs> First arrow was low. I was like, all right, I, you know, I think I saw it. And the whole time, like I'm, I'm fitting, fighting you know this this damn uh acute mountain sickness dude so i had yeah. like this headache felt like my my brain was gonna explode uh it got to the point where i was like nauseous and dizzy and like you know kind of like a oh, couple targets dude i drew and i and i coming down like you know on angles and i'm 
and we're shooting through this little, you know, tight window through trees and a target yep. was like a blur in the trees. That's how bad it was. I mean, I was, oh, it jacked yeah. me up and, uh, I was shooting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah you was, don't need that arrow. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, it hit the target. It just bounced off the trees as it went through in the phone. Yeah. yeah. But it, man, I love those shoots, dude. They're just, it's just a good time. Yeah. I wanted to do it, um, the year before last and just couldn't find the time to do it. Um, and this, so last year, the moment they opened up registration, I was on it, got our tickets and dude, that was the most fun I'd had out in a 3d range. Yeah. Like it, it was, that was a blast. So when I had the, op- I saw the opportunity coming up this year and I reached out to Sean. I'm like, can I, you know, can I get a booth there? What's going on? How do I do it? He said, Heck yeah. So we're going to be actually on the practice range this year. Um, we'll have a, we'll have our, our little booth up there. So it'll be fun, man. It'll be a lot of fun. Heck yeah. It's good stuff, man. So with that, uh, Arizona, man, you know, living there for as long as you did, man. And, you know, we got that. A lot of folks have, have kind of fallen uh, in love with that, you know, that late season um, AZ hunt, man, that OTC hunt there. Mm-hmm. That's what that's when I've where I've killed the majority of my deer Which, is the late season over the counter. What what's, what's the trick? Because a lot of guys will uh, go and they find just... them with the does, bro. Find <laughs> them with the does, and you find them big stupid bucks. Like so, so going back to where you said, you know, you get kind of um, stuck on a unit. You know, even if it's not, it's not really putting out as as great as you wanted to. Uh, when we moved from New Mexico to Arizona, my grandfather, um, he grew up in Mexico and in Southern Arizona, and he always hunted. So when we moved back, they were actually living, they used to follow my mom around wherever my, wherever my mom went, my grandparents went. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we moved back to Arizona. My grandparents moved back to Arizona and he's like, all right, we're back. You know, these are my stomping grounds. I'm going to show you guys where the deer are. And we went down to, uh, to one of the units in Southern Arizona, South of Tucson. And it was like, I had never seen so many deer in my life. It was just, does everywhere and you know it was like a i don't know maybe a, for every 10 does you'd see a buck and but never anything not, nothing big you know what i mean kind of like what my daughter killed and uh we hunted that for for a few years and then um i turned 18 and started doing my own thing a little bit kind of stepped away from my parents for a while and then um when i was 21 I started hunting back with my stepdad and my mom and my grandpa again, ended up killing a small buck out in that same unit. And I just been, that unit just like, dude, it had something on me. Like I would just want to keep going back and going back. And I, I would try other units and with no luck. And finally, like we picked up, I, I, you know, I, I always hunted with a, with a rifle and I picked up a bow, tried a few places around like, um, with, you know, within an hour of Phoenix and would get opportunities, but never connected. And then my brother-in-law moved down to Arizona and him and I started going at it. And I was like, I started telling him like, there's this, there's this unit that I grew up hunting in and there's, there's deer everywhere. And he's like, nah, I'm like, yeah, he's from Colorado. So he's like deer everywhere to him means you see two, 300 deer. You know what I mean? Right. And we get down there 
And I remember we pulled in and back then he used to smoke cigarettes and he's like, Hey, let me smoke my last cigarette because I'm not going to smoke in the field. So we pulled over and we smoked or he smoked a cigarette and, uh, I'm getting my bow out and he's like, what are you doing? I said, Oh, we're going to see deer all over in here. I said, don't be surprised if we see a buck right away. And he's like, okay, dude, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I got my bow out and set in the back seat and we're cruising. And dude, we, before we were like, even into the, the prime area, like we were, we had already seen 30 or 40 deer and he's like, what the hell? He's like, how come we haven't, how come we've been going to those other units? How can we haven't come down here? <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, this is the spot. And we hit that, we hit that unit for, I don't know, seven years, probably we hit it hard, me, my buddies. Um, and it was during the rifle seasons, you don't really see in that unit, you don't really see the big bucks. You see all the little, you know, the four corns and maybe you might get lucky and see a decent three by three, but come the rut dude, like that, that late December hunt, which they actually ended up doing away, um, this year. Arizona Game and Fish did away with uh, the December mule deer archery in that in that unit, which kind of sucks. But I could see why um, they're kind of getting thinned out in there, man. So many people started started figuring that unit out. But January, dude, it was phenomenal. On. Yeah, it was on. You just look for the does and you'd see some big old four by four, just dumb as shit. So. I, I I definitely uh, I hated walking away from it, um, and I I had taken a, a buddy of mine out there the year before during the rut, and do we I had never seen a thirty inch buck in my life, and we were walking we had we had checked this area and we were walking back to the truck, and I'm about literally hand on the uh, my hands on the door handle and I'm about to get in the truck and I just happened to look down, there's a water hole on my left side and I look down. And, something caught my eye. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm looking in the bush and I, it looks like as white as like a horse's ass. I'm like, that's a big deer. I'm like, damn, that is a, I'm looking, I'm like, there's no way that's a doe. So I call my buddy. I'm like, Hey, come over here. And he looks down and he, we, he, the, the buck barely moves his head and we could see there's antlers. I'm like, Oh shit, it's a big buck. And he grabbed his bow. I grabbed mine. And he goes one way. I'm going to try to circle around this buck and we're going to try to try to circle in on him. And he gave us a slip and I come back up, I come out of this drainage and I'm, I see my buddy and he's, you know, he's up on top of the hill and he's shaking his head. Like he's gone. Like, was he big? And he's like, bro, he's, he's 30. That's a 30 inch buck. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so he's, uh, I don't know last year, that same, that same buddy of mine, he hunted last year in that unit after I was already gone. So this past December, January. Um, and he said there was, that he said there was a bunch of guys out there that know about that buck now so i don't know if he's gonna make it another another year or so there's a there's a mine out there that i guess he lives on he jumps back and forth on the mine so i don't know he might make it he might not but it's a phenomenal unit um and it was all about it was all about finding the does really is you find the does december and january and then them muleys them desert mule deer man they're Right, right on them, hot on their tail. Yeah, because it's funny, man. A lot of you know, some guys, some guys have figured that hunt out, and uh, yeah, some guys that man, you know, they for four years, man. I just go to hang with the fellas because uh, all we see is spikes, <laughs> <laughs> and then you yeah. you see yeah. year two where the guys like you know, and nothing against it, right? Gripping, grinning with a little with a little ding spike, 
Um, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, well, it's legal deer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is what it is. I killed many a little deer. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've got my fair share of a couple decent ones, um, over the last couple of years, but I still have yet to, uh, I think my biggest bucks only, I think it's like 172 or something like that. That ain't, that ain't um, shab right there. Right. <laughs> but I'm still looking for, uh, for that big boy. And I, I think, I think I'm in the right state to do that this year. We'll see. Um, How, how's Colorado looking? Have you, have you been out scouting or anything? We haven't been out. Um, my brother-in-law actually drew a, a stellar tag over here. So come wintertime, all these big bucks, they drop out of the hill and they hit the neighborhoods and you, it kind of gives you like a sneak peek of what you're going to see. If you, if you, if you backpack in there in like August, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're seeing some, you know, some 170 class, 180 class deer. And my, it's, I think it's like a four point unit four or five point unit. My brother-in-law drew it this year. So fingers crossed, we'll get in there and we'll get something. Um, there was a couple left over. So for the secondary draw that I put in for, so if I can get one of those two, that'll be, that'll be a stellar hunt for us to get in on some good bucks. Thank you. Um, but we'll see. I mean, there's, it just seems like Colorado's got so many big deer. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know uh, last year I was, I think it was probably my, one of my last two or three days chasing elk and man, I was uh, <laughs> sitting on a bench and uh, done a little bit of kind of blind calling mm-hmm. and I hear something coming and I'm like behind me, right? Like literally 180 from where I'm set up and I'm like, Oh, he's coming in. He's coming in. And I'm, getting all excited man i knock an arrow and I, you know just kind of that 10 minute inch turn inch by inch by inch by inch to get 180 <laughs> and kind of step off to the side of this tree and yeah. uh, dude i had seven one two seven bucks right they were still bachelored up um just all of i mean just within 35 yards dude and it went from just a a monster all the way down to you know a little 10 inch fork Um, (laughs) and it was just like holy hell you know you don't have a deer tag that that's when that crap happens that's how it happens but there was a couple of those bucks man and it was like oh man why don't i have a tag (laughs) <laughs> especially after 23 days you know 20 uh, 23 days on the mountain chasing elk and getting whooped yeah <laughs> that yeah. deer would have been a nice pack out absolutely i would have worn yeah, the my- shirt <laughs> <laughs> i'd have worn the damn shirt yeah for sure bro my daughter's got a good tag um she she drew a, a southern colorado deer tag a mm-hmm. third season rifle tag so We've got a spot. I actually, I was talking to the, uh, texting the game warden the other day because there's a there's a spot down here that's archery equipment only, um, but we know that there's big bucks in there, and uh, you got you, there's a parking lot and you gotta you gotta hike in. That's the only way to get in there. So I texted him like, "Hey, my daughter drew this tag. It's a rifle tag, but we we want to hunt in these canyons. Um, how do we do this? Like, she's not strong enough to pull a bow back." And he's like, rifle season? Yep. All right, you need a crossbow then. So that'll be my next that'll be my next uh my next purchase. I'm gonna get her a decent crossbow that we can get in there with. She's got it and she's got she's probably sitting on anywhere from like you know one fifties to one one eighty bucks. Oh dang. 
Nice. And it'll be it's the same daughter that's got that killed last year, so she's all amped up. We'll see what we can get her. Yeah, on a on a winning streak. Yeah, so she is. <laughs> she does she does not let her her uh, her older brother forget that she killed an elk and a deer last year. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, yeah, shoot, man. Well, why don't you let's drop uh let's drop all the credentials, man, and and let folks know you know where they can find pack them out um you know be it on social or uh you know or the website or whatever okay yeah for sure so uh pack them out apparel on instagram and then the website is uh pack um the wife is in the process right now of getting the facebook up and running again so that'll be there soon um don't forget we are we are giving away that expedite nxt at tack so that'll go out to somebody July 11th. Um, every $10 you spend either on the website or at TAC, you're going to get a raffle ticket for that. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to spreading the, the lifestyle brand name. Um, yeah, man, that's it, really. Kind of where we're at. Cool, brother. Any any uh, any looks on getting a YouTube going with, since the family's out there? That'd be a pretty cool look. Hey, you and everyone else keeps asking. <laughs> um, it's some it's some we definitely need to do. We still we you know we need to start adding some kind of uh, some kind of videos into everything, trying to help everybody spread the word and you know. It, it's a process. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Trying yeah trying to trying to you know keep keep the business running and then keep, you know, we want pack them out to keep growing at the same time. It's like, you know, where do we put all of our efforts into, and, you know, they say, you know, scary money don't make money or whatever, but it's like, is it, we've, we've got a, a successful business right now that's paying all of our bills and giving us the ability to, to have fun with pack them out at the time. So do we want it to grow? Yeah. Um, do we want that to be the bread and butter? Maybe, you know what I mean? If, if that's what's got was what, God's got going for us. And yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we we're looking at getting into a larger store. I don't want to, I don't want to say the store's name right now because we're, we're trying to work something out. So if that works out, then, you know, this, it, it just might take off. So we'll see what happens. Heck yeah. Don't forget us little people when you make it. <laughs> no, I am one of the little people. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, best of luck to you, the family, you know, this season, man. And, and, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we see you guys knocking them down and the wifey gets to, uh, to knock yeah, that first tag, bro. Yeah, absolutely. God willing, man, we'll have a great season. Looking real good. Looking real promising here in Colorado. So good deal. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down.